This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Welcome to the only daily podcast focusing on compliance news of the day. Each morning, start your day with a cup of coffee and Tom Fox, the voice of compliance, to hear about four of the top compliance, corruption, or leadership stories you will need to start your day. The Daily Compliance News is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network. January 15, 2020, the Bridge of Size edition. And we start with that lead story from Politico. The U.S. Supreme Court is hearing uh, the, def- the appeal of one of the defendants in the Bridgegate case. This is the case where Chris Christie got mad at a governor, uh, excuse me, a mayor of Fort Lee because he wouldn't uh, give money to Christie's campaign or do something else uh, Christie wanted, so they shut down the George Washington Bridge uh, to bring pain to the city. And two uh, Christie uh, officials were indicted and convicted over corruption over this issue. And now the Supreme Court is hearing their appeal. So it's going to be interesting to see if the court will continue to limit public corruption prosecutions and allow um, corruption by our politicians. Uh, Next up, uh, from the Houston Chronicle, the um, Trump administration has decided that Uh, employees of the U.S. Forest Service cannot discuss climate change and greenhouse gas emissions during uh, when opening up national forests to new rounds of oil and gas drilling. I suppose the first point is, why on earth are we opening up national forests when we don't need it? We have a glut of oil and the energy industry is in the tank, but um, denying sort of the obvious really is a hallmark of the Trump administration. So one more attempt by the Trump administration to deny facts on the ground. And it's interesting because our next story really deals with how business is responding to this. Uh, From the New York Times, uh, it reports that BlackRock CEO Larry Fink, in his annual uh, letter to chief executives, said that climate crisis will reshape finance, and it presents a high sustainability-related risk. Um, the, the fact that businesses uh, do recognize that uh, facts on the ground do uh, present risks, of course, as well as opportunities, really goes against the grain of the Trump administration, but it shows that as much as the Trump administration does not want to admit uh, to the facts on the ground, businesses have to. And he is encouraging uh, every company, not just energy companies, to rethink their carbon footprints, um, saying awareness of rapid is rapidly changing, and I believe we're on the edge of a fundamental reshaping of finance. The evidence of climate risk is compelling investors to reassess core assumptions about modern finance. Now, whether that means you need to remove energy companies from your stock portfolio or some other type of risk management. I would leave that up to you. But 
really we're seeing businesses take the lead on a wide variety of uh, topics, and I can't think of one that's more clear than greenhouse gases, climate change, and the environmental factors, because they are going to present risks and they are going to negatively impact businesses. Finally, from the Washington Post, a story about the new CEO at Wells Fargo, Charles Scharf. And uh, he spoke about the challenge of turning around, uh, obviously, one of the most broken, toxic uh, cultures um, around. He made um, uh, the uh, CEO of Walmart about three months ago, and the bank's profits fell during the first quarter. And he said, belying or rather stating the obvious, our results are not as strong as we aspire to be. What he really needs to focus on, though, is the culture because the results are not going to come when you terminate whistleblowers, uh, require people to engage in unethical and indeed illegal acts so that they can simply meet their um, required mandated uh, goals. So it's going to be interesting to see whether he can do it going forward or not. The Daily Compliance News is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network and a proud member of C-Suite Radio. Thanks again for listening and joining us tomorrow.